0: welcome to indian markets with kr and this is the 10th episode this time congrats on the double digits and we'll, we'll be doing a weekly analysis this time of all of the indices all of the major indices anyway that i found out were worth talking about and just as a sort of quick disclaimer i'd like to say that over the weekend we saw a ton of news flooding in and today's global market was not exactly positive either so while the past week was definitely showed a ton of supports and it definitely showed a promising future for the indices that might not be the case immediately so we might see some resistance we might see some uh, down moves tomorrow but i do not think that you know those should act as deterrents for anyone rather if we see a positive move tomorrow i feel that that's a great thing that will show that the the investor confidence and the market sentiment really is extremely positive because we've been seeing a general bullish sentiment in the markets for some time now because despite a ton of uh, downward pressure despite a ton of negative pressure on the market it really sticks to its supports very well so there's there's definitely that chance that it'll stick to those supports but if it breaches those supports then we, w- we will see something which is actually quite interesting but if it goes up then I feel it's, it's the first step towards acknowledging uh, acknowledging that the trend has reversed so without any further ado let's begin with nifty and starting with the uh, 10 minute chart we saw uh, an initial increase in the prices but then r1 was too strong so it fell down from r1 and it was almost a consistent fall again similar to what we've seen with the 8ma giving a lot of resistance, but after S2 support, things really changed completely. The gap between 8MA and the price was massive here, so one would expect that even after the even after the reversal from S2, so even after S2 support, you would face some 8MA resistance purely because there is a huge gap between them. But that wasn't the case, and. If I just pull up the chart here, if I just pull up the 10 minute chart here, we see that it was almost a very smooth ride and uh, we did not, Nifty did not face almost any resistance from 8MA this time. In fact, there was some resistance from 20MA but that was much, much later, almost 30 points later. But that was not enough to stop the index either. We... We, we just saw two negative candles before the index rushing even more and it, it did get some resistance from 200 ma later on but then that resistance was beaten by uh, a mix of 50 ma support and 8 ma support so you know it was a very positive day overall and if you look at uh, you know the overall the net movement so you know in science there's this term that's that's called uh, velocity it's like a displacement right so if you look at that the the distance the difference between yesterday's or rather thursday's open and close and friday's open and close is very similar whereas the individual patterns that we've seen on both the days are almost completely different Uh, They are similar, but there's a big difference in the degree to which uh, the market moved on both days. So there there was just a ton of possibility to make pretty much a killing on Friday, and if we look at the uh, moving averages, the crossovers provided some very very accurate signal on Friday we see that there there were a bunch of crossovers uh, at around 1040 or 1050 and not only did we see a a 28 crossover that we generally see, we saw the 200 ma line going above all of the other moving averages and after that the index actually did fall close to 100 points. Uh, It was more like 80 points but it was close to 100 points so that was definitely a good thing after that it saw resist it saw support from s2 again as we talked about earlier and then it was a pretty steady climb and it turned back from a higher a, a high rsi that's 67 but again that's something that that isn't really out of the ordinary we've always seen that unless there's some really strong positive sentiment we do not see a very high rsi uh, being sustained at all and then coming to nifty's daily chart all right so we can see that yesterday's gap the the gap created by yesterday's uh or rather thursday's open has been filled and this was not the case this was not possible uh on thursday itself we saw some amount of resistance that prevented uh, nifty from filling that gap in and interestingly this is despite thursday's m- move that three candle move being insanely positive despite that it was unable to fill in that gap but it did fill in that gap on friday so that is one pretty major thing i feel uh, major in terms of the chart patterns not really in terms of the trend but yeah and then coming to the resistances now since that gap has been filled uh, the daily chart says that there are definitely resistances ahead soon so the first one being at around 11,065 which is uh, 40 or so points away so if we're gonna see uh, you know a range bound move or a flat day or if we're going to see something similar as we've seen in the past where we see an initial rise, an initial increase in prices but then they fall, then the 11,065 level might be the major resistance tomorrow. The next one after that is at around 11,100. So if we're going to see a restricted positive move, then or if we're going to see a down move and then a reversal then possibly the 11100 level is going to act as a resistance and of course this is the index right now as it stands is at around 23.6% fib Mm -hmm. and again that is not exactly too important because that does not uh, all in line with the ABCD pattern that we earlier talked about in the very first episodes I believe but it's still an observation here and coming to the weekly chart we, we see something that is incredibly, incredibly interesting and that is that this week was the highest volume week ever. and that that's honestly just crazy to think about i mean this includes all data right from the year 2000 when the index was at 1600 rupees and the volume uh, this week was high like almost 20 percent higher than the previous highest volume and that's honestly just crazy when you think about how indecisive and how low volume the previous weeks have been to think that this week was the most was the highest volume ever is just crazy and there there could be several reasons for this i mean there are the reasons for anything happening in the markets can can really range from anything it can range from lunar cycles Mm -hmm. as we've seen to more fundamental events but one of the reasons could be that you know because a lot of people were expecting or rather suspecting that uh, Nifty might fall below 10,000, the moment they saw it go up, they might have said that hey, you know, it's better exit right now. So, in case it does fall, I'm at least, you know, I've exited at a good price. So, that could be one of the reasons. Another reason could be the opposite that hey, everyone's saying that. Uh, it's going to fall to 9000 but clearly it's going up right so why not buy more so those are two very basic reasons that could that could have caused this massive massive uh, volume that we saw last week but again the reason may be just something that's deeper it it could just be some uh, institutional investors some really large institutional investors uh, just sort of artificially pumping and uh, pumping up the market or some sort of thing and again it's that is also very much possible and you know coming, coming to what we've been seeing in the past whenever we've seen a sharp fall we've always seen the index consolidate for a bit and if we look at the weekly charts uh, of Nifty we see that After the fall, or around September to October last year, we saw the index consolidating almost for a good month. And the range for that month was around 500 points or so. And that phase has already happened. We've been seeing a, a 500 or so range for just over a month now. And as a result, we could potentially see a reversal purely based on that factor. But again, this is just one of the several observations. And as I said at the very start of the episode, this analysis uh, would would hold more weight after tomorrow's close, so after third or third September's close, is when we could probably say with some more. Uh, confidence what direction the markets are headed headed in because of you know the the extremely negative um, sentiment that we saw over the weekend and then uh, let, let's let jump right into bank nifty and in these 10 or so episodes i realized something nifty and bank nifty have been moving pretty much similar you know in terms of general trend so whenever I talk about Bank Nifty's movements, they get pretty repetitive, too nifty. So I decided that i I, instead of, you know, talking about, talking you through uh, the general sort of movement, I'd rather just highlight the differences that we saw. And, you know, that, that ultimately that, that would work better because it's less information whereas it's whereas it's more insightful so it's it's you know a better thing so you know jumping straight to it again 10 minute charts are going to be very similar uh, except for some minor differences uh, you know in terms of the indicators and exactly where it jumped up and where it went down and all of those things but the overall theme was very similar it went up Uh, it then went down and then it went back up that's pretty much sort of like a too long did not read tldr of friday's markets but on the daily chart we saw a doji below 8ma on the daily chart again and this is something that was not present on nifty uh the nifty did not see a doji the nifty saw more of a spinning top of sorts rather the upper wick was very small so had the had the upper wick been bigger it would have been a spinning top this was more of a hammer almost whereas bank nifty was a spinning top but this was below the 8 ma whereas nifty was, be, was above the 8 and 20 ma's on the daily chart it's also at 40 rsi and when we look at the weekly charts of bank nifty we see that it is a bearish candle spinning top on weekly whereas nifty was a bullish candle spinning top and this time in, in case of bank nifty the spinning top is below the 50 ma and this is something which is common for both again uh, another common thing is that this the, the past week was the highest volume for both so again those are two sort of major common threads that are holding the index together uh, and coming to a few a few major indices that i saw were interesting did did show some sort of uh, you know analyzable material of sorts so firstly nifty auto we see that it's had a very long-term support so you know disregarding the fact that the fundamentals of the auto sector are all over the place purely from a technical point of view, purely from a chart resistance and support point of view Nifty Auto is at a support so I'm not sure if you know that is a good thing uh, because considering how bad the news is and considering that auto prices are in general very overpriced right now and honestly things things were priced literally 50 percent of what they are priced right now i'm talking about cars here uh, not too long ago in fact if we look at 2012 prices of uh, of more expensive cars such as the bmw's and the mercedes we see that the prices have almost become 1.7x or to 1.5x and that's honestly crazy A three series bmw would set would have set you back around 30 to 32 lakhs or so but now with the latest model launching it's it's a staggering 50 lakhs so you can imagine just how big the difference is and honestly that's the that's the sort of price increase that we've seen across the segment and especially on with the higher end cars if you look at the regular hatchbacks uh, back in 2012 or so you could have gotten a pretty decent hatchback for 6 lakhs or 6 or maybe even 7 lakhs max uh, and that's for you know a very well equipped car but if you're looking at getting a similar one now you are definitely looking at 7 digits uh, The a good spec i20 a good spec vw polo will run you above 10 lakhs without discounts so i i see that the auto sector in general is quite overvalued at this point so unless there's some sort of clarity on that i doubt that we would see this support acting as a support we may just see you know the price breaching it coming to nifty financial services it's very similar to nifty it's a spinning top with a high volume nifty media is seeing an 8ma resistance but it, it does look like a possible buy purely based on the chart pattern and purely based on what could happen uh, seeing the chart pattern so if i just pull up the chart here the, the daily chart it it did face some resistance at the level it's at but you know, overall looking at the general trend and looking at the fact that there's an 8.20 crossover, it's very possible that we see a positive move in the coming days. Uh, coming to li- Nifty Metal, there's a long-term support again where it's at, uh, and that's at the weekly chart. If we just pull up the weekly chart of Nifty Metal, we see that there there is a long-term support there. And... You know, there there was a we there was a news uh, on second September that Tata Steel will be almost shutting down their UK operations and risking four hundred jobs. However, that is supposed to be a good thing. That could be a good thing rather, because the US uh, the US operations the UK operations my bad were loss making. So. Uh, you know if that's the way the market interprets it then that's great for the market right so that is another important thing for metal the next indice is uh, nifty pharma and again uh, disregarding the fundamentals purely based on what we've seen uh, as the support levels as consolidations purely looking at rsis this also could be a potential, uh, gainer in the coming week. The next one being Nifty PSU Bank, which is just below support, but it is still uh, on the daily chart. It still looks pretty promising. If I just pull that up, uh, if I just pull that up, it's a hammer pattern, right above the 8MA, and it's just below forty RSI, so. You know that there's always that chance that it faces 40 RSI resistance, but in case it does not, which there's a chance because uh, there's some really strong fundamental reasons uh, in the PSU banking area. We're considering the mergers and the what the government is calling as disinvestments. So again, there could be a fundamental reason if we see an increase in the price of uh, the Nifty PSU Bank Index. Uh, Coming to a short view, so by short view I mean a negative view, the Nifty Qual Index is at its all-time high. And also looking at the chart pattern, uh, we see that it may potentially be a good short candidate because it's got high RSI, it's at its all-time high. We've seen we've already seen two negative candles and the positive candles leading up to the negative candles were all very small dojis or spinning tops uh, with you know very very uh, big uh, uh, gaps between them. So again, that is another possibility. Also we saw a gap up on the most recent uh, candle, but it ended negative. So, despite a gap up, it ended at the previous close. So, again, that that could be a support, but that could also indicate that uh, there there just is not enough uh, positive sentiment in the scripts in that index for it to actually sustain a positive move. Coming to Nifty Realty, it's had a very very impressive week so far. And I believe it's the only index which has had almost a trouble-free week. So if we, look, if we, if I pull up the chart, it has seen a consistent uptrend from 23rd August to 30th August. So that's 7 days of pure uh, increase in prices from 235 to 267. So that's a pretty good price increase and uh, again that that was not exactly a major support level it was just below a support level but then after a very strong negative day it opened on a gap down and then it just shot up and it, it, it just kept on shooting up but now it's at a resistance zone it's just below 50 ma it's five or so rupees below 50 ma So, we may see a slowdown first, a consolidation maybe, Uh, and then, you know, depending on where it wants to go, we may see it go down or go up. The next one being nifty commodities. On the weekly chart, nifty commodities looks pretty good. Uh, If I just pull the chart up, we see that it's it's at a doji spinning top of sorts with very very high volume it's not the highest volume we've seen ever it's but it's very close it's the second highest probably and again it's it it could indicate a potential change in trend but as i said it really depends on what we see in the coming days because uh, if you're gonna that that whole concept of buying at dips does not always work because you never know whether a dip is a dip unless you actually go out of a dip because it might so happen that you think that it's a dip but it falls down even further and in that case you don't want to average down so it's better to be safe here and actually wait it out to see if the trend is actually confirmed before jumping into it and those were all of the major indices that I feel Uh, showed some amount of signal but again the 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 bulk of uh, all of this analysis the main sort of uh, weight that this would carry would only really come in after tomorrow's close or rather this week's close even maybe if we don't see a ton of movement here so that was it for this episode and i hope to catch you in the next one thanks